The greatest problem in this world is that people are too fucking scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Happiness is always going to be a myth if you stay in that little box. You need to wake up to who you truly are. Find some courage. Find some fucking balls to be yourself. Your mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health is all going to be out of whack, up and down, left and right when this shit happens. You're constantly seeking shit outside yourself. Drugs, sex, alcohol, food, people, all that shit that is temporarily helping you feel something greater. I've done all this and it doesn't fucking work. You are 1,000 times more than what you think, than what you believe, and that happiness is real. And that it doesn't come in a bottle labelled prescription drugs or Forex lager. Well, maybe Forex lager, but not long term. It actually comes from within you. Deep inside you is inner peace, but you only need to know how to find it. Well, welcome to the answer to the Feeling Alive podcast with Luca Ritti. It's time to be who you came here to be, son. back on the feeling alive podcast episode 35 of the feeling alive series and you know what we have been overtaken overrun and inundated by the woke man series as you can see on the feeling alive podcast has just taken over it's episodes i think this is episode 89 in total over the last less than 12 months so this is this is a phenomenal uh, podcast platform that's helping people wake up dive deeper into their conscious awareness and become their best selves from within. And today, we're gonna reinstate, reignite the feeling alive aspect. The, the episodes that allow you to be whole from within, to feel alive from within, that's the whole point behind the name. And today's episode is about taking a leap of faith and the six lessons that we have learned, aka Danielle and I, after taking the leap of faith to Bali. So today, I'll introduce for those of you who have been waiting for this very moment to hear the angel speak so clearly, Danielle Kettlewell. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. If you've listened before, I've been on a few podcasts before. <laughs> People have been waiting. They've been yeah. waiting for this beautiful liquid gold Canadian accent. Emails after emails <laughs> saying, when will we hear her voice when on the Feeling Alive podcast? will your greatest po- co-host come back? I'm back, guys. I'm back. So, darling, talk to, talk to the listeners now a little bit about what this episode is about and why you hassled me for three weeks to get this this episode out there. <laughs> I did hassle you. So this is the six lessons after taking a leap. And what I really thought was valuable is um, if you've been following along our journey or if you are new to it, um, September 1st last year, um, me and Luca took a flight to Canada and then a flight to Bali and pretty much quit our jobs and everything we were doing, packed up our entire life and decided to move to Bali and live our soul, mission, passion, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, and it was the biggest leap of faith that we have, I've, um, I've, I did a pretty big one, 
previously that got me to the Olympic Games and that worked out pretty good but I really wanted to help people um, and share what we have learned because we learned so much over the past year and something that I talk a lot about in my um, coaching and in my programs is to make sure that you learn from the people that have walked the path before you because we don't need to make all the same mistakes that people before have made we can learn faster and grow quicker when we listen to the people that have walked that path so if anyone in their life is looking to take a big leap of faith whether that be switching to a job that they love starting a business going after a passion traveling the world whatever it is no um, traveling the world right now no traveling the world this is mostly I would say for people that are, are wanting to take a leap into their their soul mission, passion, heart. Um, heart-centered business. Um, and we want to help you grow faster and get there quicker than we have because that's the point of, of it all. Well, also, I don't feel like you'll get there any quicker than you're supposed to. Yeah. Not so much quicker. Um, I, like, this is my perspective because I feel like you're, you're meant to be where you're meant to be exactly where you, where you are now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's just do it more efficiently. Yeah, and, and effectively. I guess, yeah, have awareness around... Um, yeah, the, I think these points will just bring awareness around to what to keep yourself, um, yeah, just to make sure that you're doing yeah. along this path and trusting. So, and so we'll, what is it? So we've basically talked about, okay, we're going to be talking about six lessons. We've really established what the a leap of faith is and who might be wanting to take a leap of faith. But why is it important that we pass like from your perspective why is it important that we do this episode today to pass this message off the reason why we took this leap of faith is because we want to help people right me and you we decided to move to bali start coaching start um programs start podcasting and we wanted to help people because i think one of the greatest feelings on this planet is when you reach your own self-actualization if you know maslow's period of pyramid of needs it's to help others reach theirs and so it just feels so in line with everything that we've done in this past year to share as well what we've learned now that we we are one year into this big leap and continuing on we're not Mm. backing down we're growing through this so it just seems so right and i felt like even if there's at least one person out there who takes something from this that it's going to shift something in their life or bring awareness to something in their life it's absolutely worth it so if this if this does help you yeah sharing is caring um i I don't want to keep it in i think there's a lot of people out there maybe some people that go after things and they don't want to share but why not like let's all raise our consciousness together so we sat down and we listed out a few things like all right what were the six main lessons like the biggest things that we've learned over the last 12 months so for those of you who haven't followed our journey uh from october september 3 last year 2019 we left perth western australia to follow our hearts and we've been feeling the call earlier in that year to say that there's just we've got to do something more we've got to do something more we've got to go to bali we've got to go to bali Mm -hmm. there's people there that we want to get around um, people there doing similar stuff that we want to do so we just did it and we didn't have the most amount of savings we didn't have like we i could have kept working saving more money but it just said no this is the time in my heart it said this is the time and so we literally did that and danielle only and i only known each other for a year we've been together since that march that year officially mm-hmm. but had obviously been close the whole time very close friends the whole time before that and so when we did this, we were so naive in oh a my sense, God, like so, naive. so fucking naive to think, <laughs> wow, 
this is like not what we expected. And so we, we listed off all the things of we, that, that really taught us so much to grow into ourselves, into a more whole version of ourselves, a more developed version of ourselves now. And those lessons are, are what we're going to share with you. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, if you're going to do this leap, if you're going to take that leap of faith, if you're going to go after what you want to, you, you, you're been wanting to do for a, lot, a while now, because let's face it, life only goes one direction, and that's to the up, to the to the grave. Like we, we every day we could li- be our last, and mm-hmm. so if you're not living in your highest value, if you're not living in your purpose, use these lessons, take a fucking leap, mm. do it right. And we'll talk about one other thing towards the end, which will be about like not just going like being smart before you go, because I yeah. think we, in the sense of like we were naive when we left, we didn't mm-hmm. have the biggest amount of savings. And maybe we'll talk about that. Actually, let's talk about that now. Like, let's just do the, the preface of that mm. because the six lessons don't mention this, but this is the thing that we, Danielle and I have spoken about, which is if you're going to go after something, if you're going to go after, you know, say taking this, let's just use this, taking this leap of faith that you want to start a new business or you want to go move overseas and live overseas and mm-hmm. do something different, like start whatever lifestyle you want to do, don't do it without any education in that field. Like you want to do it with the right amount of education. Mm-hmm. You want to do it. Okay, have I got enough money, or have I got a good amount of money? Like, mm-hmm. do I know some people there? Like, don't be silly. And mm-hmm. so, what does that mean? Like, what's your lessons around that, darling? What's your teaching? Um, I think just obviously do your due diligence. Like, look up what it should be like to live. If if it's moving to a different country and starting a business, then what is it like to live there? You know, how much do you need saved um, to keep you going? Um, what is it that you're going to need to start your business? Like all of those really basic things, which I think that we and also capacity and and what is your capacity to um, like grow? Like when are you actually going to be starting to make money in your business or mm. in your passion to be able to fuel yourself? Um, and you know what is a if you need like what is a backup plan? Um, you know what do you have to fall back on? And I I say that not in the sense of um, you I I believe that it's really important to just leap and sometimes not have a backup plan but I think even if it's just for your um, nervous system to know that you have the safety and security to lean on something um, Mm. it's it's important to at least know that so you know at the end of the day you can um, reach out to a family or friend or at the end of the day maybe you have this different you know extra savings or you know emergency um Situation because we have also done this whole thing during COVID nineteen, which I think is yeah. also really interesting. Which no one knew was coming. Um, which right? no one knew was coming, but you know, just do your due diligence in that area and, and really um, and talk to people that have done it before. Ask them questions, get their opinions. You know, again, follow in the footsteps of the people that have walked before you. I think yeah. that is really powerful. It's, and it's really important too. Like if you want to go and say, for instance, in our story, like you want to go out and live overseas, go and actually like match your level your or your your lifestyle to that new lifestyle so what i mean by that is like are you if you coming from like a mining background or a high disposable income background but you don't have enough savings like is your current lifestyle going to be able to match the new lifestyle of like that saving mentality that frugal mentality mm-hmm. like we've really got to just go be realistic and go how much of me needs to change in order to do this effectively mm-hmm. think about what your current capacity is if you've never like in our in our sense like we were just like learning to co- like we were just sort of really starting coaching like we just really started it and we're like yep this is going to be like it's going to be easy as and we're going to just like build up clients like left right and center mm-hmm. but it's the reality is no and and 
you, because you haven't built up this like social proof. You've, it mm. takes time to do the things that we've been doing. But in saying that, even if you do go out there, you're not going to fail regardless. This is just a lesson. This is just the preface of the six lessons. You're not going to fail because there is no fucking thing mm. as failure. It's first attempt in learning as long as you see it that way. So let's get into the six lessons. And what's, we'll, start with, we'll start with the first lesson there, darling. You can, you can talk about this one. Yeah. Um, number one, um, take consistent aligned action. So I think this means in the sense of if you're wanting to take this massive leap in your life, um, during the leap and uh, um, like after you leave and before the leave, make sure you're taking consistent daily action into where you're wanting to go to because a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I want to do this thing. We all know the story. I want to do this thing. I want to start this business. I want to go to this place. And then you say it. And then um, two weeks later, three weeks later, three months later, nothing happens. Mm. But you haven't actually been taking aligned action into getting there. So what does aligned action mean? So that means an alignment with who you are and where you want to be. Um, and so, you know, this takes a lot of self-awareness you know so I guess an example um, for aligned action would be um, aligned action okay so first of all you got to know who you are yeah so knowing like what is your capabilities what is your gifts what is your genius what do you want to really do what does your heart tell you to do um, and, and, and in that sense know who you are and then know what you're doing in alignment with that so like what are your priorities to, in order to be that Mm -hmm. So, for instance, for us, like we are coaches, right? We're, I'm a natural teacher. I'm a really fast learner. I know that. I learned that, okay? I've learned that about myself. And I'm really good when I'm, I'm holding space for people listening and helping them work through shit. That's just been a theme in my life, especially fast learning as well. Mm -hmm. So, consistent aligned action would look like, for me, taking action to research and study every day. Taking mm -hmm. action to get on social media and teach those lessons. Not to be like going to do a personal training course. Not to going and do an acupuncturist course. Not going and doing something, I don't know, a financial advisor course. Mm -hmm. That's not aligned action. For me, it's going to do stuff on energy healing. It's going to do stuff on... Um, psychological therapy, human behavior, uh, mm -hmm. and then it's going to learn stuff about all those sort of things online, study it, research it, and then go onto a platform and teach it. So get on this mm -hmm. podcast. Therefore, I made consistent line of action, so I started a podcast to teach people how to feel alive from within. Mm -hmm. I created social media accounts, TikTok, Instagram, mm -hmm. YouTube, to help people, to help teach people. I did mm -hmm. programs how to teach people. So that's consistent alignment. Yeah, and I think it's like asking yourselves the hard questions is, okay, let's say you're wanting to get to this place where you're starting a business and you're pre-taking the big leap of getting there or you're about to take the leap. Ask yourself very honestly, are the actions that I took today, yesterday, will take tomorrow and this whole week actually in alignment with where I want to go? So first, say you want to start a business. Are you actually doing things every single day or every single week to do that? Or are you watching Netflix and spending time with your friends and going out and drinking and not doing things that's related to anywhere where you want to go? And then three months in, you get mad at the world universe yourself because nothing's yeah. happened, but you yeah. haven't actually done anything in alignment with where you want to be to get there. So I think what's being really realistic and honest with yourself is are you 
taking action in alignment with where you want to be. Yep. And sometimes that's making hard decisions and sacrificing things because you're going to need to shift something. Taking a leap is not easy. It's very, very fucking hard. So you're going to need to make sacrifices and leave things behind to be able to step into that big vision that you're wanting to work into. Yeah. And then the big thing about this is knowing your values. Now, mm-hmm. these are your external values. Values are something that you, you seek outside yourself that you enjoy and you love that make you feel whole okay so when you know your values you go align your priorities to your highest value if you don't know any of that shit you're not going to go in anywhere in your right in the right direction so the greatest thing i ever did was work with a life coach for about eight months of figuring out all this shit diving deep into myself mm-hmm. and then i could go okay this is who i am and i did all that before i even left bali so I was taking action before, and you know, some of this is like, it just knew that I was going to end up doing this. Not mm. that I knew completely what I was going to be doing, but it just, it just, it unfolds naturally. But have an understanding of what your values are. Work with a life coach. Work with someone. Get that shit done. Mm-hmm. It's really important. Mm-hmm. So the second 100%. one, number two, let go of the fantasy. Yes, and I think in almost every single point we'll probably kind of touch on this, but what we can sometimes do um, when we're wanting to take a leap into a dream or a big thing um, in our life that's uh, making big changes is that we can make it out into this fantasy dreamland. So for example, me and Luca, which we totally did this. This is a mistake that we made. We were like, oh my gosh, we're moving to Bali and when we got to Bali, it'll be like jungle paradise and we're just going to float around and like then the um, people are going to come in and the money's going to come in and everything's going to flood to us and you know we had like a plan we're like okay cool we're going to have run six programs a year with a hundred people in each program you know which is like great because you know then we'd be making all this money and helping all these people but it's not in any way realistic mm-hmm. um, and, it, and I think that the balance of this is like understanding that that is still 1000% possible but we at that point did not have the capacity to be running six programs a year with a hundred people in it. We didn't have the capacity or the structures or the systems within our business to be able to actually to be producing that. Um, and as well, you know, even though Bali is amazing, there are still things that are really challenging there. Um, there it doesn't mean that once we land in Bali and Ubud, it's just this pixie land where we all just prance around and drink cacao and like meditate mm. and money comes to us. So I think it's really, really important to understand the realism of what you're getting into and know that you can still work to that big dream, but it's not yeah. going to come straight away. Yeah. And a great way to kind of let go of that fancy, Luca, if you want to continue um, is... Yeah. So you really want to f- focus on the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. So it's a two-sided world. We totally. fantasize it by looking at the one side only because it makes us feel good, right? You know, happiness makes us feel good and that's okay. But I don't know anyone out there who does not have sadness along with happiness. Everyone feels all of the emotions. So what you want to do is you want to look at, do a pros and cons list. So if you've got, say, something you want to go after, it's easy to just look at the positives. So when the, when the negatives come up, it just kills you, right? Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden it just destroys you. So it's really important now to go... What's the pros of this? What's the cons of this? And then really do a good inventory of like all the possible cons, all the possible mm-hmm. negative outcomes, so to speak. And then think of, and then that way that doesn't surprise you. You go, no, you know what? I expected this. 
And that will really transform this because mm-hmm. like we're moving to Canada now and you know when you move to somewhere new and you're about to leave something old and say an old job and you can sort of just like pick out all the negatives or you naturally go, oh, I can't wait till I go here and do this. I can't wait to this. Oh, yeah. this is going to be so good when we get there. Instantly you're fantasizing mm-hmm. because then you don't go, oh, well, what are the negatives? Oh, there are none. Bullshit. There's heaps. Mm-hmm. But because that's the way this world works, it always balances each other out. It's called the law of polarity. So go and find the shit amongst the gold and realize that the shit and the gold exist together and you have to accept both. And then that way you go in there with more peace, more contentment, mm-hmm. more harmony, more balance from within. And I think when you accept that as well and see them more so as challenges to help you grow, um, then they're going to come in because it's, it, you know this world is this self-fulfilling machine that is trying to grow us into the people that we are wanting to be in this lifetime but I think it's really important to just know that there are challenges they're going to help you grow and when you come upon them when you get to that place that you've taken the leap they're not not as bad because you've already preempted them a really great story that I heard um, when we were doing a course with Dee Martini is that you know, we all have our opinions on Trump, but I think this is a really great way to explain the the downfalls. Is he, um, Martini is an incredible um, personal development trainer, and he was in the Trump Tower um, and coming down the elevator with Donald Trump himself uh, many years ago. And when he walked out of the tower, there was 12 people around him, um, and these people, at the time, they were building a bridge. And what they did is they were the critics. They would come to Donald Trump and tell him all the different things that were, were possible to go wrong while building this structure because they needed to know those possible negative outcomes to be able to number one probably help them um, diverge around them before it happened and to not um, to have a plan if it does happen and I think that's just a really great example of how it is really important to just have awareness that that shit does go wrong there are going to be cons it's not a fantasy land it doesn't mean that you cannot get there but it's a really beautiful way to to step into that in a way that's um, realistic Realistic, yeah. and I think, and the reason that we we create the fantasy is because we're starting to we see the people that live in Bali, we see the people that live those lives because of social media. But they're probably at chapter ten, and when you take a leap, you're leaping into chapter one. So it's going to take you time. You can get to that place, yeah. but you're not going to get there straight away. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes social media can disillusion us because it sells the one side. Yeah, definitely. So naturally, people don't want to put out their shit on social media. It's just so common. Right and and it's okay not to, but it's just also to realize don't compare yourself to that person on social media who's living the life, quote unquote, because they also went through shit. Because that's reality. Okay, and you mm. start to see this a lot more with influencers now, and you and you hear stories about uh, they've had so much problems or their you know their their mental health isn't that good and. This is exactly it. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what we're talking about. So number three, what is it? Power of environment. The power of environment is absolutely life-changing. Yeah. What's that quote? um, uh, oh, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Mm. Um, and that quote has uh, very much penetrated my life years ago um, and, and changed so much of what I do and, and who I choose to surround myself with. And, you know, not everyone when they're taking a leap is going to change the physical environment, but that was something that we did in moving to Bali. And the, one of the reasons that we did move to Bali is because um, there is a lot of people, like-minded people with the spiritual spirituality-minded, um, business-minded, helping the world-minded, um, all of those things that live there. And we wanted to be surrounded by those people to learn and grow from them yeah. um, because 
like I said, you become the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And when you up-level your environment, you also up-level yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think when you're taking a leap, even if you're not physically changing your environment, have a serious look at who you are surrounding yourself with and if they are not people that support who you want to be or are a representation of who you want to be. You need to take a serious think about how can I switch this? How can I start to surround myself with, network, meet other people, go to men's groups, women's groups, retreats, whatever yeah. it is, because the quality of the people that you're starting to shift into, um, you know, you know, is going to be who you want to become and mm -hmm. make sure they are a representation of who you want to be in a few years. Yeah. Amazing. Now, there's a, there's a pretty cool story around sort of people that sorry before we left Bali to where we are now mm -hmm. around this power of environment and it's really the reason why we did leave but one of my friends and Danielle both Danielle's a friend called Danielle Tropiano and you DK mm -hmm. said showed me this Instagram page or profile of Matt Karma for those of you who don't know Matt Karma he's does a lot of work around trauma release and stepping into your power mm -hmm. on social media, go and follow him. Okay, and so he was living in Bali and then both Danielle's said, you're gonna be friends with Matt. And they sent me the profile and said, you're gonna be friends with Matt. And I was like, oh, this, this looks interesting. And then the synchronicities of the universe placed us in the exact same environment one night where we had the opportunity to chat. And I had actually just sent him a message just to be on the Feeling Alive podcast just before I met him. And he had responded, but my phone wasn't on Wi-Fi, so I actually didn't get the message. But I saw him there and I went up and introduced myself. We're playing touch football, touch rugby. So we both play um, rugby growing up. And so when we're on the sideline together, I said, hey, Matt, I messaged, I messaged you on Instagram. And he goes, oh, look, I replied. Nice to meet you, man. And then we ended up connecting. And over the next, that was March or February, March yeah, this year. Yeah. And then over the next six months, we ended up becoming super close. And two other guys from the same touch community, who we were both all spiritually minded, all business minded, um, and all men, we became really, really close. And now Matt's mm. one of my good friends. And it is just insane because that would not have happened had we not been in the environment and put ourselves in the environment. So, And then from there as well, you've learned so much from him just being your friend around, around like helping people in business oh, and yeah. TikTok. Like, like he's huge. He's doing what we're doing, what we want to be doing in business right now, um, like growing to that level. He is, he got me on TikTok because I saw him on TikTok and he goes, get on TikTok. And I did. And now, you know, in since end of June, what's that? just under three months I've got 40,000 followers on mm -hmm. TikTok now and it's just people that are allowing you to rise around you mm -hmm. the people that are allowing you to rise around you and they support you on that journey that is the power yeah, of environment totally. and I think if there's people that you look up to like that like there was for us before we moved to Bali know that you look up to them because you feel like there's parts of yourself in them and it does take a lot of self-worth work which I feel like me and Luca had done a lot of as well to realize that they are the same as you. Once you start to, if you, there's people that you look up to on social media or people that you look up to that you want to be like or want to be friends with, you know, you have what, you have what they have in them in you and level up your self-worth to know that you are just as worthy as they are. And um, I think so often in this kind of influencer culture, we can sometimes think that, you know, depending on your level of followers or how much you make in, you know, or business or whatever, you think that people are more or less worthy than you. But 
but that is only a perception of yourself. And you need to really start to shift that because in shifting that self-worth, you will also start to attract those people that you know you um, will be like one day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really powerful thing too. Because Go and emulate them. Go and copy yeah. them. Go and feel, say, okay, how do they act? How do they respond to situations? Yeah. A lot of people do this. You can be around them. You copy what's here in your environment. Your environment creates you. So go and be around them. Mm -hmm. It's going to be uncomfortable because you Definitely. might have to leave your old friends. But, but at the end of the day, what's going to be worse? The uncomfortable mm. feeling when you're 8, 60, 70, 80, 90, and you're thinking, fuck, I didn't do anything for myself. I did it for everyone else to make mm. them feel good. They ain't going to give two fucks about you when you're 60, 70, mm. 80. So best you take care of yourself. Go get in your environment. Do it kindly. Do it respectfully and go follow your heart. And I think when you, like, if you ever do meet them physically or introduce yourself to these people that you look up to, um, never, um, I honestly suggest this from having lots of experience around incredible people being an Olympian, never fangirl, fangirl people because that puts you, your value less than them. Always introduce yourself and meet somebody as if you are just as worthy as they are. Because and you're speaking about experience here. And you used to do this a lot. Yeah, I used to do this, but I, this also has happened to me in, um, you know, being an Olympian and and having, you know, younger girls or different people. When someone comes up to you in a fan girl way, it's like, oh my god, you're amazing. Thank you so much. Like, I'm so. You, it's very hard to have a conversation with someone as opposed mm. to someone coming up to, oh hey, look, I saw your post the other day and it was, it was really awesome. Like, you know, do you want to talk about that or, or something like that? It's way easier to base this level of friendship because you know that that person, um, you respect them as an equal as opposed to see they value themselves less than you and you don't see that as a possible friendship so that's just kind of mm. a piece of advice that I've been on both ends of and it, it makes a massive difference totally and I think we need to go into number four which is embodiment number four embodiment and that honestly means um, you attract who you constantly choose to be and show up as every single day. What you, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And being in, you know, the, the scene of Bali and being around lots of phenomenal people, um, you know, it was very interesting because I think we also saw behind the curtains of a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. And behind the curtains of some people's lives, they are exactly who they show up as online and in events and whatever, and they're beautiful, and some people are not. Very far from it. And you see the effect and ripple effect in their life of the people who show up different in, in, in different platforms in different ways. And the people that we saw had the true success, and by success I mean holistic fulfillment, joy, happiness, business success, financial success, impact success, are the ones that are a true embodiment of what they share and they talk about. Um, and what does that mean for you, Luca? Practice what you preach. Mm -hmm. Like That's the biggest thing. And being genuine. Yeah. Like just being a genuine human because a lot of people are coming from a wounded ego where they are trying to protect their image, trying to protect themselves so they don't be seen or rejected, uh, sorry, not seen, rejected, abandoned, humiliated, mm. criticized, any of that because it hurts who they are because they're tr all, their act all of our actions are trying to resolve some sort of childhood memory, right, to, to mm -hmm. heal that. And that's everyone. Mm -hmm. Subconsciously more so than others, but, you know, it's it's... Basically about being your genuine self saying, I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I choose to be who I am today. I'm showing up as this person today, but I'm, I'm just going to be my best version of myself. And if I tell someone to do something, I can't sit there and not do it mm -hmm. because that's called a fake guru. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to go and do something and take a leap of faith, embody your message. If you want to go and if you tell someone one thing and do, do another thing, 
go deeper into yourself, embody a message. Don't be inauthentic. Don't mm. be fake. And be take real. Radical responsibility for yourself, your life, and your actions. Yeah. The people that take radical responsibility, even to put their hand up and be like, you know what, I was wrong, are always so much more respected. And I think you know, honestly, abundantly rewarded by the universe too, from that place of authenticity. Um, because it takes a much bigger person to just say, you know what, maybe I acted wrong in this situation. I'm really sorry. And I'm going to continue to do better as opposed to that person who maybe does act wrong or not in alignment with how they preach or they mm -hmm. speak about. And then they just choose to push it on the right under the rug and not talk about it. Mm -hmm. So embodiment is 100% so incredibly valuable, um, in this, you know, taking the leap in your yeah, life. Totally. Number five. Number five, projection and reflection. Ooh, mm. powerful tool. This is going to be a big one. What does that mean for you? So projection and reflection is a lot about, uh, and I've got an ebook on this called Changing Your Reality, which will be going into a course very shortly. Now, if you can know one thing in life, it's <laughs> know that everyone is a reflection of you. Everyone is a mirror. And that what you get triggered in in others is somewhere is, is something that is hidden in you as a quality or a trait that is hidden in you so there's a, a psychological theory called psychological projection and there's a positive and negative projection now when we learn this this was game changer and I created this ebook after learning this and a multiple other things and I put it into an ebook to create this fielding method which allows you to decode the universal messages to help you heal faster and understand yourself faster Projection is phenomenal and I've seen it firsthand, witnessed it firsthand and it just blows me away. And so taking full responsibility for yourself is knowing how to how, what projection is. Mm -hmm. So you see someone who says on a pedestal, you, you, you idolize them. This is called a positive psychological projection. So you say, these people are amazing. Oh my God, I can't believe them. they speak so well. They're so genuine. They're so authentic. I just love what they say. I love what they do. I love how they go after their dreams. Like... You might even say that about Danielle and us, or you might say that about Oprah Winfrey or Gary Vee. You might say that about you, you know your mum or your father or your brother. They're just like really good characters. Mm. Now that quality that you've reflected into that you've seen in that person reflect into you, and that emotion that has come up, that is in you. Mm -hmm. That that what you see in others is in you. You've just denied it. Now the same thing with a negative projection. Now whatever pisses you off, triggers you, is a teacher to your healing. So say if you come across someone who, you know, has mistreated someone with aggression or has been really rude to someone. Okay, where am I rude to someone? Where have mm -hmm. I been rude to someone? Where have I mistreated someone? And own that that trait is in you, you've just denied it or it's hidden. You might even still be doing it. You just don't know. Mm -hmm. And trust me, you'll find it. And people go, and then Demartini does this work heavily in his Demartini method. He does it... A, slightly differently but he works off this and he talks about every trait in everyone is is every trait out there that exists in human behavior exists within everyone mm -hmm. and he teaches the method to neutralize it say you might see someone as like a really negative person and have negative traits but i guarantee you can find something that you like about them and they have a positive trait and both of those traits are hidden in you and it just helps you neutralize that shit so one thing you want to really do is say when i blame someone when someone pisses me off when someone when i um i judge someone that 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 is all coming back to you it's a reflection of you 
that trigger is to go and notice your healing because once you observe where it comes from it processes and you don't get pissed off by it so much next time mm. it doesn't trigger you as much and the same thing is don't pedestal people because mm-hmm. now you create a superiority complex in them and you become inferior and you yeah. never be good enough kind of what we talked you, about yeah and if you're never good enough then you're never going to grow because mm-hmm. you're always going to be comparing yourself to someone else so don't do that Instead, look at that quality that you find in that person, regardless if it's positive or negative, and claim it in yourself and go back as far as you can. That's the power of projection and reflection. I have a really good story as well. Um, We met a friend. um, You may follow her on Instagram or or you may not. She's beautiful. um, Matilda Carroll. And when I first met, when we first met her, I was extremely intimidated by her. Um, and, you know, asking myself, understanding projection and reflection, what does that bring up in me? She's a very beautiful, powerful woman who embodies her own, um, I guess you could say sexuality and spirituality. And that intimidated me because I wasn't doing that within myself. Yeah. And I knew if you ever have someone that you look up to or that intimidates you, you know, take this as um, a chance to rise. And she's a very beautiful, wholehearted person and and I knew that that was the point of like I could either stray away from this possible friendship or person in my life or I could step up and in my own self-work and working on my own self-love and my own sensuality and sexuality and stepping into my own womanhood through that building up my self-worth and understanding that was her my fear of her was only a projection of something that I was afraid of in myself I brought myself up to be at this place where we had developed a really beautiful friendship and left the country as friends, which was really cool. As you started to own it. As I started to own it in myself. So again, like Luca said, if there's anyone in your life that is triggering you, bothering you, um, whatever it is, see how that is in you and realize that it is not there. Always point the finger back to yourself and ask yourself, how can you rise? How can you heal? How can you have more self-awareness or take radical responsibility in your life? Because it's always up to you and I think that is massively powerful when you're taking this leap understanding that you can never point the finger at anyone else for anything it is always you Mm -hmm. Um, and that will help you grow so much more powerfully one finger pointing forward three fingers pointing back Mm -hmm. so remember that I think that leads us to number six which is surrender and trust (laughs) (laughs) we did that good didn't we (laughs) Um, this is the sixth one this is the sixth lesson and it's really we finish off on this one because this is really 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 important surrender and trust to a greater intelligence Mm. I don't care what your beliefs are your spirituality your religious beliefs if you're atheist or not you have to realize that there's something greater out there running this place called nature okay this globe nature has intelligence that's one step ahead of science and we're still trying to figure it all out so if you just bring your awareness out a little bit, whenever you take this leap of faith and go, there is something else out there greater because we're in a planet. We're on a planet in the middle of nowhere where there's no boundaries and we can go left, right, up, down, center, whatever, and we can just go in that infinite direction. So if anyone is going to take a leap of faith, please have that as your number one foundation, surrender and trust. And now what does mm. that mean? Oh, and. I feel like that surrender really means as well letting go of this expectation of what you think the outcome is going to be and again this is like the key part of manifestation I think as well that people forget because you become so heavily attached on the outcome because you feel like it's going to fill this lack inside of you within your own self-worth or within your own ego that you're trying to prove so understand that in surrendering you're letting go of this outcome of whether it's being 
being a million dollar business owner or being famous or you know being an actor or being an influencer or being a you know podcaster that's well known around the world you don't need that anymore because you trust that as you are taking consistent aligned action as you are letting go of the fantasy and changing your environment embodying what you preach and taking radical responsibility in projection and reflection you will bring forward exactly what you are working yeah. towards but you need to let go of the need of that because as long as you need it you will never manifest it you know we don't manifest what we want we manifest what we are and when you are trust when you are your message when you are belief when you are this magical extension of the universe you also manifest miracles and we have had so many in the past year that that, um, you know, I'm sure at some day we'll, we'll share about the incredible things that have also happened in the past year. But when you come from this place of surrender and trust that you will be okay if you follow the, you know, these steps and, and be the truest expression of yourself, mm-hmm. um, know that magical things will yeah. happen. And don't do it for the outcome. This yeah. is something that I've been coming back to a lot. Don't do it for the outcome. Do it because you love it. Okay, the outcome will be extent, an extension of the love. Mm-hmm. do it for the love don't do it for the 50,000 followers don't for, do it for the 50,000 views I got caught up in this so much and still do and I have to constantly remind myself you do it because you love it mm-hmm. and if you got a timeline to say I want this by <laughs> I want this by this date on this day I'm going to manifest on this date and this day and then you're going to do everything you possibly can that day that date doesn't come and you all of a sudden get yeah. sad angry upset disappointed in the universe it hasn't helped you Detach from the outcome. Have the goal. Still go after it. Take persistent, aligned action. But just detach because your timelines will be wrong. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you because a lot of our timelines come from our ego. So we want this by then because we're going to prove to these people that we are a manifester and we can do this and we can do that. And, you know, I'm done this and then I'm going to create a video on how I manifested all this shit. Mm-hmm. Just don't do that and just trust it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Do it every day because you love it. And it will happen. It just might happen on a different timeline. One hundred percent. It's the process. It's yeah. not. It's not the destination. It's the process that is so fun. Yeah. Sitting here now, like recording on this podcast equipment, is you know I didn't have all this podcast equipment from the get go. My first episode, I only had one lapel mic, and I had to plug it into my phone with another little cord. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I didn't have all this stuff, but you mm. slowly get there and you realize, oh my God, the stuff that I've got now recording on this setup, it's incredible compared to yeah. where I started. And that was less than a year ago. I didn't even know a year ago that I was going to start a podcast. Mm. And it just happened overnight. I'm like, I've got to do this. I've got to start a podcast. I'm going to do it. And we did it and it happened. And now here we are. But it's just the timelines that have been different. Yeah, 100%. And I think sometimes we can so quickly rush, want to rush ourselves to the outcome and realize that the beauty is in the process. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, I always share this story. I um, ended up, I obviously competed at the Olympics and I got to swim a three and four minute routine. I competed for seven minutes of my entire life, even though I have swam and competed hundreds and thousands of times. My whole life came down to seven minutes that I barely remember. And when I got on that stage at the end of the Olympic Games, I realized that it was never about the Olympics. It was about the journey to getting there and realizing that I was worth it that whole time. It was about the people, the experiences, the the friends that I made, the the laughter that I had in my life. But how often do we just rush to get to that outcome because then we feel like we're going to feel happy or successful? Remember when you're doing it because you love it, the whole journey is beautiful. And at the end of the day, when you do get that thing, 
it's not really going to matter that much. And in that point, you know that you have manifested at an ultimate level because yeah. the true manifestation comes when you don't need it. But you are that. Yeah. You you exude that in your life. You, and it, you knew it was coming. A hundred percent. So I hope that these were really helpful for everyone. And just to re um, reiterate, number one, consistent aligned action. Number two, let go of the fantasy. Number three, the power of your environment. Number four, embodiment. Number five, projection and reflection. Number six, surrender and trust. Mm -hmm. And know that these are lessons from the past year. Um, we are, again, one year into this big leap. And stay tuned because this leap is our lifetime now. Um, maybe someday we will look back and you know, have more to give you about taking the leap. But for anyone that is wanting to, to um, lean into the power of what they could be in their life, I, I really believe that these will really help you. And, and I, I hope that you have a magical journey. And um, I hope that you are now given the courage to go after it because I think most importantly, especially with everything that has happened this, this year, we know that this world needs more people living in their truth and in their power mm -hmm. and in their authenticity because that is what shifts the consciousness of this planet. 1,000%. And if you, if you don't follow us or you, you, you haven't been following us for too long, check out our websites as well. I'll, cre I'll, put, show, no, I'll put links in the show notes to if you do... If you are looking at wanting to know yourself more, work on yourself a little bit more, go into this, go down this path of your of your uh, purpose and passion. If you don't really know what to do or, or where to go, reach out to us. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, Danielle also has a program. I'm doing some stuff for some men, but I also do one-on-one -on -one with women as well. Mm -hmm. Super powerful working with both of us just through our experiences now, like looking back and going, wow. And then this is just the beginning. So, and I think what, yeah, what we haven't shared in, is the magic of this past year is also that we've helped so many people, um, you know, find them themselves in, in this process of the people that you have coached. I have coached, had in programs, shared yeah. podcasts with, um, and they've helped us and they've helped, helped us, us so much and, 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 about ourselves as well. and know that it's so worth it. You know, when you get to this point and, um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful way to live. It's risky. Um, it's, you need courage. Um, you need to have balls, but it's 1000% worth it every moment of Amen. the day. Amen. Just thank you to everyone for tuning in and listening and write those down share them with someone share this episode with someone that you love that, that needs this message and we'll definitely be posting some more episodes as we feel the urge to on here um, between the woke band series but thank you very much for listening thank you beautiful humans keep being yourself always try your best because that's what you're doing that's what you're doing to become your best self okay much love take care ladies and gentlemen you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro. I don't know if anyone ever does. I've probably listened to 2% of them. But guess what? I'm going to tell you something very, very special. I'm going to give you the secret recipe to life. There you have it. Secret recipe, you say? Well, what is it, Luca? And that is take action, my friends. Have courage. Have faith. Trust the process. You're exactly where you need to be. This journey isn't easy. This journey is challenging. But guess what? Life is. And the only way we evolve as a human species, the only way we grow is through challenge. We also need a community. <laughs> the community of like-minded fellows, like-minded ladies, gentlemen, who are all seeking the best version of themselves. And what does that require? It requires us sharing this message 
showing people that you are on a better path. So screenshot this episode, tag a friend and tag me and tell us your biggest takeaway. Thank you so much and until next time, peace.